joyful friends, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and here on Joyfully You Podcast, my goal and my intention is to support you in connecting with your inner child and helping make life a little bit easier by connecting truly with our authentic self, with our own internal emotional state and our internal world. Because if you're listening to this, you're probably a sensitive being, a sensitive soul. You feel things deeply. You're moved by art and the world around you. And experiencing those high highs also opens us up to experiencing those low lows. And so for me, I'm someone who I'm, I'm, a, I'm easily distracted because I have such this deep-seated curiosity for things around me. And so I could be very present with whatever's right in front of me, which can be beneficial, but it could also be difficult at times if I'm trying to focus on one thing and I'm getting distracted by something else. And so today I've had a lot of anxiety And it has been pulling me left and right into these different mental spirals of thought that it makes my body feel like there's something I'm supposed to do or supposed to get done, which creates this surge of anxiety, this adrenaline. You know, it's almost like the body's like, I sense danger, so I'm going to pump you with this adrenaline so you can take off running in case you need to. But the issue is I'm sitting at home and I'm thinking about the future and there isn't anywhere to run and there isn't anything to do and it's an unnecessary waste of thought. But it feels like it's something because it feels like, okay, if I can control this, and this is subconscious, right? I'm not sitting there thinking, how could I control and cause myself to have anxiety? But this is just the inner workings of me analyzing what's going on. And so there's going to be times where the anxiety is pumping through and you do need to move your body. And so earlier today, I was just like almost pacing. I was like, do I want to take a nap? I I completed the main thing that I needed to get done. And it's so powerful when we allow ourselves to do that first before we start thinking about those other things, whatever that most important thing is for you in the day to get that done first. And so that most important thing for me was sending an email out to my email list, inviting them to the workshop. And so I knew the night before that that was the first thing I was going to do in the morning because I wanted to be able to send it out in a timely manner. And, and so I focused on that and I got that done. And I just want to let you guys know, whenever we are doing something that requires all that we actually care about, that we truly care about for us, like recovering procrastinators, recovering people pleasers, this like need to do it right. And this feeling that it could be done wrong, which also is a fallacy, um, I just want you to know that it always feels messy to me. There's rarely been a time where I'm like, oh my God, it's completely perfect. It is done. This is a fucking masterpiece and here you go. Like I've learned to love the masterpiece of messiness knowing that it will never be messy to anyone else. It's my own hypercriticism. And that is really like the art of messy action is being willing to take action, done is better than perfect, and doing your best. And sometimes like I get kind of this, like, I guess, performance anxiety. I used to get this around testing too with schools, um, in school where I would just get so nervous because I'd be like, fuck, I want to get it right. Or this has definitely happened with like auditioning for musicals and plays. Like I've done a lot of like theater and choir and singing and just like blanking out and forgetting the words. And that also is like performance anxiety. And so notice if you're getting almost like this performance 
performance anxiety with yourself when you go to work on your own creative projects. Okay. Cause this has come up for me so many times and in so many different ways, you know, and if you ever notice that you're super able to like focus on one project and then you're like, why can't I get back to that level of focus or that level of enthusiasm or that feeling, you know, if you find yourself chasing it, just know that's all within you. And we go through cycles and seasons, you know, winter is not begging for summer to come back and summer is not begging for winter to come back. They're just in their seasons and then it evolves. I guess it's kind of a weird analogy. I'm over here like, fuck winter. I want the summertime. I want to go lay out in the sun, feel warm. Okay. Focus Fox, bringing it back, bringing it back. What were we even talking about? Okay. Bringing it back, <laughs> bringing it back. Um, you know, talking about the whole seasons, the whole point of that is it's not comparing to another. It's like, you can't compare apples to oranges. That's a better analogy. There we go. I found the right metaphor, found the right analogies. We can't, we can't compare apples to oranges. They're completely different. And so we're going to go through these different cycles and sometimes things might repeat. You got to trust that you're still growing and you're still doing a good job and like learning how to give yourself permission to rest, permission to be messy permission to let it be all over the place sometimes and know that it's not do or die. It's not like if you mess up one day that you're a fucking failure. But sometimes that's what the inner critic will say. If you have this high level of perfectionism and you know you have a high level of perfectionism, if whenever you go to do something, it never feels enough and you don't allow yourself to celebrate. And I'm like getting emotional because I remember that feeling of just never feeling enough for myself, for the world around me, for my job. And I was just constantly exhausted because I didn't, I didn't, it sounds like this like simple thing, but it has to be this deep connection within self of like, I am worthy. I am enough. And all the other facts or points or perspectives as to why I could fight for why I don't think I'm enough is all bullshit. It's not true. It's like, who told you you weren't good enough to do the things that you like to do? Like, it's your birthright to experience joy. And a big part of self-love is learning how to love the things that we hate. And if we can't learn to love them, at least accept them. Because we can accept them without loving or liking them. It could just be this neutral acceptance of like, yes, this is the part of who I am, or this is the part of things that I've experienced, or this is something that's within my reality right now, but I want to change it because it's not actually supporting me. You know, maybe like there's different addictions or the different things that is that is messing with you and you know it, but it's a crutch in some way, or there's some addiction there. You know, for sensitive souls, it's always numbing emotions we don't want to feel or sometimes it can be as innocent as giving you something to do when you don't know what to do but the busy body part of you wants something to do you know um, this is why I'm so passionate about meditation and that's literally what I'm gonna go do when I get off of this podcast when I finish the you today is I'm gonna go enjoy a meditation. And I have to literally give myself permission. I'm like, Kelsey, you're allowed to sit here. 
It's safe. You're not wasting your time because the scarcity mindset is such a big catalyst for anxiety. We get anxiety when we're worried about the future and we're worried about what's going to happen. And if you're used to like, like I realized I grew up where my, my parents, they didn't realize. It's just, I like to move a little bit slower naturally. My parents would rush me all the time. And I had so much like anxiety around being rushed that that childhood memory definitely seeps into different parts of my life when it's just me, myself, and I. So like, let's laugh together if this is you, that like you could be by yourself, because I know I could be by myself and feeling rushed to do one thing when I'm in the middle of another. Like I'll be doing the dishes or something. I'm like, oh my God, I should probably clean the floor. Maybe I shouldn't do this right now. I should do that, right? And and so it's like a... Uh, uh, a pull inside trying to get you to focus on something else as if there's not enough time. And so the invitation I want to give to you, which has been my personal intention as well, is learning to work slowly, learning to take my time. It's okay to go slow. It's safe to go slow. It's smart to go slow. It's okay to take my time. I'm in no rush. I don't need anything or anyone to rush me. I will not allow anything or anyone to rush me. I am right on time. I am allowed to take my time. It is safe to take my time. This is my time. I'm allowed to go as slow as I want. I'm allowed to go as fast as I want. Just drop your shoulders for a minute. Feel into your body. Let your body relax because when we relax the body, it instructs the mind that we're safe. If we can, it's almost like a positive manipulation because manipulation is to do one thing in order to get a result. And so we can almost manipulate our anxiety by just relaxing the body, not trying to change any of the thoughts, just having micro moments of meditation, taking another deep breath in through the nose, breathing into the belly, holding at the top and feeling that stretch, feeling that capacity that you have within you to hold the air, to hold the plate of life. (laughs) Exhale. Dropping the shoulders even more. Relaxing your jaw. Just take a moment to say, body, thank you. Thank you, body. Thank you for pumping my blood. Thank you for remembering to breathe when I don't. Thank you for my feet for allowing me to step forward in life. Thank you for my legs for supporting me upright. Thank you for my arms. They allow me to hug the people I love. Thank you for my hands because I get to touch and do the things that I love to do. Thank you for my eyes that allow me to see the world around me in all its beauty. Thank you for my mouth that allows me to speak my truth, that allows me to sing songs of praise. Thank you. Thank you for my head. Thank you for my mind. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Put your hands over your heart or a hand over your heart, 
Feel your heartbeat. You are here. You are alive. You are okay. You are safe. You are loved. You are capable. You are worthy. You are here. You are present. You have power right here in this moment. And there's nothing that you have to do. Everything is a choice. Only things that we get to do. And if we don't want to, we don't have to. And choose to. And may us may we all remember our strength and remember our power. And know that we are infinitely supported. You are infinitely loved and infinitely supported. There is a mystical universal power that loves you and wants to see you succeed. You are loved and you are supported. Go ahead and open your eyes if they've been closed because I know mine have. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I know this is what I needed today and I hope it's what you needed as well. Sending you so much love. There's uh, information in the show notes below if you want to join the upcoming workshop for sensitive souls on how to get shit done and make yourself proud. It's a free workshop and the information is available below. (sighs) Go ahead and take your hands and just shake them out. Shake your hands. Maybe pinch your shoulders up to your ears and drop them. Up to your ears and drop them. Rolling your shoulders back. Taking another deep cleansing breath. (sighs) Breathing out through the mouth. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe. And you are loved and you are infinitely supported. There's nothing that you can't be, do, or have, okay? The world is your fucking oyster. Go have fun. Go live it. Go breathe. And... For fuck's sake, stop rushing yourself, okay? I love you. I'll see you on the next episode.